Welcome, mighty warriors of God, to this podcast. This is your host. My name is Eddie. Uh, I am so glad and overjoyed that God has brought you to this podcast, that God has allowed you to find the link to this podcast. Uh, The name of this podcast is, as in the title, The Warriors Cry. Uh, Just a quick little backstory as to why we named it this. I have been blessed to be a part of the launch ministry for a group called the Silent Warriors Movement. It is a men's only accountability group and it is a global uh, men's only accountability group at this time. Uh, Glory and honor all be to our God. We launched three to four weeks ago, uh, if my mind serves me correctly, and we are now represented in 12 countries, men of all nations, Men of all walks of life are logging in. We are hearing victorious testimonies of day by day, hour by hour, minute by minute victories. Uh, We are hearing flooding of prayer requests from our gentlemen. It is uh, right now geared as a men's only group, but as God so leads and as he continues to send the right personnel, we believe and we are praying that God take this ministry and expand it and explode it to the ends of the earth, uh, covering all gamuts as he leads. Uh, Even with our young women and our young ladies in the churches, uh, God will be bringing those uh, personnel to work on that part of the ministry. But as we see right now, we are being led by the Holy Spirit. We are praying, fasting, seeking, searching in the scriptures uh, that God may be able to guide us towards his eternal and ever-loving freedom from sexual immorality, sexual addiction, internet pornography addiction. Uh, That's why it is geared towards men alone so that we can be able to have the platform to address topics in a very in-depth but biblically grounded uh, way. With that said, in our hearts it also stirred that we start a podcast series to be able to bring certain materials all biblically based as well as a resource to our men and to whoever listens. So welcome to the podcast, The Warriors Cry. Uh, as you hear this podcast continue to develop, uh, the speakers that we'll be bringing uh, will be spiritually grounded in the Word of God and in the Bible. That is our belief. That is our number one of reasoning for walking the way we do. The scriptures being led by the Holy Spirit as the only inspired true word of God. Uh, we do not claim to be professionals. We do not claim to be anything of the sort. But we do stand firm in our conviction that God and the Bible are the only way to live. So let's go ahead and jump right into today's first episode it is welcome to d-day welcome to d-day men women children young adults youth y'all that are listening to me welcome to d-day what do we mean by when we say welcome to d-day well if we look in our history books in the history of the united states of america we uh, have lived in quite a few dark times as we look past in our past as a nation, and one of those very dark times was in the Second World War. As we know, Nazi rule had a hand on overthrowing most, if not all, of Europe, and we had to help our allies in this war. Now, the problem was that if we look, if you look at your history books, 
we had developed a plan, we had developed an execution date, and we had launched, but we were set aside and we were forced to push back. History uh, reports that we were forced to push back our land date for D-Day to June 6th of 1944 instead of June 5th. So that being said, on June 6th, 1944, D-Day, as recorded in our history books, the Allied forces landed and stormed the beaches of Normandy in northern France, leading to the eventual victory and overthrowing of Nazi rule in Europe. Brother Eddie, you, you call this podcast The Warrior's Cry. Why do you start with this podcast title as Welcome to D-Day? Well, as we started launching the, the ministry of the Silent Warriors movement, we started realizing that there's a lot of confusion when it comes to this subject of sexual immorality and uh, just addictions in general and just mindsets and everything else that we have been seeing in these conversations and, and the prayer requests and everything that we've gone through. And we realized something. Many, many, not just of our men, Many people in our churches, many people in the pews, many so-called Christians, many so-called followers of Christ don't understand what they are in when they accept Christ. They don't understand what they have signed themselves up for when they accept Christ. See, when D-Day occurred, a lot of these men, history reports, a lot of these men were not men. These were very young men. These were pretty much young boys, these were 17 years old, 18 year old boys that had no real life experience in warfare. They were convinced of the fact that they were patriots. They were convinced of the fact that they were going to do something great for their country, but they had not been convicted of the fact that they were going to have to stand in the front line and probably receive being fired at and probably receive seeing some of their comrades fall in arms. See, many times if we take a deep step back and we look at the, the situation, we look at the church, the modern day church as it sits as a whole nowadays, we can start to see the same thing. We've got a lot of people who have come to God. We've got a lot of people who are convinced of God. We've got a lot of people who are convinced of there being a quote unquote higher power, but we do not have a lot of people who have been convicted by God in their spirit. So when we come to actually, we come to terms, we come to grips of the fact that we have something going on in our churches, but we don't want to admit it. Uh, we're going on a year now where the world, according to worldly standards, has been quote unquote standing still. I take it as this. We're going on a year of the church having a face-to-face -face Holy Ghost inspired mirror session to be able to look at themselves and ready themselves. Why? Because many of our people are, are sitting in the pews. Many of our people, our so-called believers, our so-called Christian brethren are sitting in the pews. They're raising their hands on Sunday and they're bowing their knees on Monday to things that are making them fall. They're giving in to things that are making them weak. They're giving in to things that are making them not realize what kind of power they have actually uh, uh, joined themselves up to and what they actually have joined themselves up for. 
It's my personal belief and my imagination. I can, I, I, can, I can picture that these young men that were storming the, the, the beaches of, of Normandy, 24 hours after their boots touched the sand of that beach, if they had not been gunned down and they had survived and were still in the battle, their whole perspective of what they were doing was completely 100% an 80-degree difference. 180-degree difference. I am, I am completely convinced of the fact that these young men no longer had the mindset of a young boy playing soldier, playing war in the front yard, now actually seeing what war is depicted in front of them. But we don't have that same realization in our churches, which is why we felt led to start the Silent Warriors movement. People of God, if I could, if I could, if I could just... Get into your, into your mind and into your heart. If you could just hear my cry from my heart to tell you the, the agonizing uh, testimonials that we have heard of confusion and, and this betrayal in, these, in this battle that, the, that these individuals have felt and also feeling that they are alone and also feeling that they have no hope and also feeling that they are ill-prepared to fight. Why are they ill-prepared to fight? Because so long in our Christian tra trajectory, for so long I have heard it said, I've used the words myself. We've struggled with this. We have struggled with these sins. We continue to struggle with this sin. We continue to struggle against these immoral things. We continue to struggle against the backbiting. We continue to struggle against the bad thoughts. We continue to struggle against our flesh. What we are doing is glorifying something that should not even have attention. See, Merriam-Webster's dictionary defines the word struggle as merely to make strenuous or violent efforts in the face of difficulties and opposition. What we need to do is have an actual mind change, like the scripture says, transforming ourselves by the renewing of our minds in Christ Jesus. And what we need to do, church, in this day and age, especially that we're living in, we need to rise up and realize that God has called us into war. God has called us into a fight. Well, Brother Eddie, what do you mean? It, it's, it, it, that's what we're talking about. It's the struggle that we're in. No, it's not a struggle. It's a fight. God has not called us into a struggle. He has called us into a fight. Well, what's the difference? Well, the difference may sound, it may sound similar. The definitions may sound similar, but, but, but please, just, just watch this, watch this. This is, this is I, 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 love, I love God, watch this. The word fight in the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary says this, to contend in battle or physical combat, to strive to overcome a person by blows or weapons. See, it may sound similar, See, the enemy is an imitator. Satan, be he, may he be rebuked in the name of Jesus, is an imitator. We, we're not here to give him glory. We're here to give Jesus glory and to be able to, to, to bring ourselves to a point where we understand what is going on in our lives. See, he, he's an imitator of what is good and he tries to twist in such a way that it might sound like it's real. 
See, he has planted in our minds that we have struggled for so long. When in all reality, God has actually called us to a warfare, a fight. I'm still not getting it, Brother, brother Eddie. I, I'm not seeing the difference. Okay, let's look at what Paul says to Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 12. He says, fight the good fight of faith. He doesn't say merely struggle in the good act of faith. See, when you struggle, as a kid, I remember wrestling with my, my little brother, wrestling against our father. Our dad, back in that time, you know, back, back in the day, being a much stronger man, a much bigger man than my little brother and I, he would put one of us in a headlock and he'd put the other one in, in, a, in, a, in a headlock with his legs. And the next thing you know, we were struggling, but we weren't gaining any leverage. We were wrestling, but we weren't winning. We were struggling, but we weren't gaining. We were struggling, but we were standing still. We were struggling, but we were merely tiring ourselves out. And all he was doing was just waiting for us to tire ourselves out. See, Satan has gotten into the minds. We have allowed hell itself to bury itself into the minds of our church-going pewmates if you will, that call themselves Christians and, and they're okay and content with struggling because the, 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 the struggle is familiar. The struggle is, is, is what they, they know to latch onto. But God has called us into a fight. Paul says, fight the good fight of faith. See, in a fight, you contend to overcome. See, in a fight, you've actually got a goal to move towards. In a fight, it doesn't mean that you're, you're not going to fall in the fight. But in a fight, you are well prepared. You have been weaponized and given weapons of warfare to be able to counterattack. In a fight, you can actually make up ground. See, on D-Day, these young men learned that they were now in warfare in a fight they started breaking ground. Men and women of God, it is time to wake up. We are tired. We have become sick and tired. Sick and tired of being sick and tired and being kicked around and being tossed around and being told that we are only as good as the struggle that we decide to maintain ourselves in when God has called us to be more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. See, 2 Corinthians 10 tells me, for though we walk in the flesh, we are not waging war according to the flesh. See, we are not limited to the struggle map of what the flesh and the broken sinful nature wants to hold us down to. For our weapons are of warfare that are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. For the bringing down of strongholds. Men, women, youth, People of God that are listening to this all around the world, hear me with your heart. This is not of movement to just bring a quick fix motivational jump to your spirit. 
I pray this is a movement that impregnates the church, that impregnates the last day church, wakes them up. I pray that this word shakes you down to your core and makes you realize that you have been weaponized in Christ to be able to stand up and take back the authority that God has given you through the Holy Spirit to fight against the wilds of the enemy. But it happens in our mind. We've got to be willing to fight for our minds and our hearts. Well, why do you say that? Well, the president of Life Outreach International Ministry, James Robinson, he's also the author of a book entitled A Mindset Free. He says this, to understand sexual freedom or any other kind of freedom, be it addiction, be it uh, addiction to any kind of sexual immorality, as the Bible says, being be it a hidden sin that we always run to because it makes us comfortable, be it the blaspheming and, and, and the, the gossiping and the backbiting, be it the pointing of fingers, be it the judgmental looks and stares. Any other kind of freedom, we must realize that the battlefield of victory is in the mind. So as a man thinketh, so is he. Men, women, children of God, understand my heart, understand my plea. This is not to just stir your emotions. This is to bring light to the fact that we are at war. We are at war for our hearts. We are at war for our minds. We are at war for... Yes, the battle is the Lord's. The battle is God. That means that the victory is ours through Christ Jesus because he has already won it. But the key to understanding that is this. We have to walk into war as being more than conquerors and victorious with our heads held high looking upon Christ Jesus. See, the problem is Satan has hit us so many times and we have allowed him to continue to entice us into thinking that we are just struggling infants, that we are just struggling, crawling in the same spot when the entire time God has been telling us, arise, church, arise to your feet. Those of you who are called, who call yourselves by my name, Rise up. Those of you that have called upon the cross, that have looked upon the cross, those of you that have put your hand to the plow, do not look back. Arise up. It is time for war. See, the difference is we think instead of renewing our minds so that our minds are latched upon Christ, so that our minds are completely and honestly given over to Christ. And yes, it is hard. As we have been finding out, we have been doing research and we have been praying and studying the scriptures. Yes, it is hard, but it is not impossible. Because Ephesians 6.12 tells me this, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over the present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil. All this sounds really cliche, Brother Eddie, but, but I, 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 you know what? 
that, that, that's another problem we have, church. In, in this last day, in this last final futile stretch that we are living in, that's another problem that we contend with. Satan has placed so many seeds of doubt in our minds that we continue to trip over them. It's very simple. You need to look upon Christ. Trans, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Jesus Christ even said it. Daily, pick up your cross, deny yourselves. Daily, pick up your cross. Men, women, God, uh, uh, children, youth, people of God, listen with your hearts. This is no longer a struggle. We are at war. This is a fight. We now strive to overcome the person of hell itself by the weapons of our warfare. So now I make a daring cry. Now I make a challenge to you. Those of you that are listening to the sound of my voice, Christian, non-Christian, it, it doesn't matter at this point in time. I, we, we don't need, we, we're too caught up in, in the diplomatic fighting and back and forth and, and, and the political correctness and the, my theology says, stop for a moment and realize who your enemy is. And then realize you accepted this link or you clicked on this podcast or something drew you to it because something inside of you is crying out because you're no longer willing and wanting to struggle. See, when we realize how actually strong we are in Christ, Things change. There has to be an atmospheric change. See, go back to those two young boys that were being uh, uh, headlocked and, and pinned down and wrestled by their father in, in, in the yard as children. Fast forward 10 years later. <coughs> excuse me. Fast forward 10 years later. And, and one day, uh, Pops decides to uh, go ahead and try his, his last final futile uh, move on a couple of young men who now look at him eye to eye and, and all three shave on a regular. And he is quickly uh, realizing that there no longer is a struggle on their part. They have learned how to fight back. See, Christ is just waiting for you to look around and notice that he has already given you the weapons of warfare. He has given you his word, his pure word. This sounds so easy. It sounds too easy, Brother Eddie. It just sounds too easy if we continue to allow the enemy, hell itself, to put these seeds of doubt that things are too easy in our hearts and in our minds. It will continue to grow like wild weeds and we will never be able to bring the word of God in. God isn't a magic potion. The gospel is not a, ho a hocus pocus, abracadabra uh, thing, snap the fingers, three wishes and you're going to get what you want. No, but God is real. God is concise. God is fair. His word is true. His word has been proven and his word says it is now time. God is saying it is now time. It is time to fight the good fight. I pray that you are edified by these words. It's a simple 
uh, uh, just a, a brain teaser, just something to go ahead and uh, to get your day started, or go ahead and 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 help you relax, you you know, in, into the evening. Just something to motivate you. I'm not trying to be a feel to, to preach a feel good gospel. I'm not trying to preach a a, a feel good microwavable fast quick easy. This is going to be all right. This all loving and caring gospel. No, no. We need to understand. We have been tripped up. We have been uh, downtrodden, but we are not destroyed. It's time to arise, church of God, everywhere you are. If you call yourself a Christian, you are my brother, you are my sister in Christ. It is time to go from struggle mindset to warfare mentality. It is time to go from struggle mindset to warfare mentality. It is time to start learning your enemy. It is time to take up your cross daily and walk towards God. I pray wholeheartedly right now, Heavenly Father, over everyone, every ear, every heart that has paid attention, that has listened, that has opened their heart to these simple words, Father God. I pray, Lord Father God, in the mighty and matchless name of your Son, Jesus the Christ, the King, the one who shall return one day, Father God, soon for the snatching away of the saints, Father God. I pray in his name, Heavenly Father, that you touch each and every heart, Father God. I pray right now, Father God, that you give each and every heart peace right now as they hear these words, Father God. And you also uplift their spirit, Heavenly Father, and you shake them loose from whatever rut that they find themselves in, Heavenly Father. Let them know, Heavenly Father, it is time for them to tap in to the power that they have through the Holy Spirit of God. Start walking this, this journey out and start fighting through. Though they may stumble and fall, seven times the just man will fall. But every time you will lift them up, Heavenly Father. Not a license to sin, but definitely a reminder that you are with us and you are the one who has given us the weapons of our warfare, which are mighty in Christ for the bringing down of strongholds. God, I pray over mental illness and sickness right now, and I pray, Father God, that anyone that needs liberation and freedom from any kind of sin, any kind of sinful addiction, any kind of narcotic addiction, any kind of physical addiction, any kind of sexual immorality addiction, right now, Father God, I come against anxiety, stressors. I come against all these things, all these demonic powers and principalities that are coming against your church in this last days. We rebuke them, Father God, in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. I declare the blood of Christ over each and every one of these listeners, Father God, and I pray victory. I declare victory. I declare victory, Father God, and we shall hear. I have faith. We shall hear testimonies of the silent warriors. I have faith that we shall hear testimony, Father God, of this movement spreading throughout the ends of the earth. I have faith, Father God, in your word, Father God, that through this podcast, the warriors cry. People will be beckoned by the cry to battle. And they will be willing to stand up and fight for you in their lives. In the name that is above all other name, Jesus the Christ the King, I pray and I thank you, Father God. Brothers, sisters, be blessed. God bless you. These are simple words from a simple fellow brother in Christ who is also learning in his journey. Spread this link, share it, send it to those who you think might be touched and blessed by this word, and I will see you next time on The Warrior's Cry.